Morning Show with Ryan and Taylor. It is in Adelaide. It is November 15th, 2020. Uh, how are you, Ryan? I'm all right. Good morning, Taylor. How are you? Uh, good evening, Ryan. I'm doing oh. all right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, the purpose of the podcast here is to talk to my friend Ryan about our thoughts and feelings of the week. That's all. <laughs> I just wanted to give a little purpose. I know when we first started the podcast, we were constantly talking about the purpose. Uh, and then... It, it just sort of evolved and it's a it's a diy project you know yeah yeah it will continue to evolve who knows maybe it'll maybe it'll turn into an audio cooking show halfway yeah. through who knows yeah so um <laughs> uh what um, how was your week ryan it, it wasn't half bad i decided well uh, uh probably a few weeks uh actually a month or so ago i uh made the choice to like take this week off like this this you know this this past week off you know put the request in and it just happened to be the week after the election but i was more um about leveraging using uh, american veterans day right uh which yeah. is typically uh off uh, at least as a bank holiday yeah so i figured i'd take the rest of the week off and i used that to make a lot of day trips to new york city uh, an area that, like the rest of the country, is increasingly kind of, you know, like, oh, are we gonna shut down soon? So, uh, despite all of that uh, tension and kind of that that kind of waiting in in the air, uh, managed to go to a few touristy spots that I've always been meaning to go to uh, as as a kid, as a, as an adult, you know, in the city, but never had the time to. Now what are I the made spots? the time to. So I went to the Met Cloisters, which is, uh, it's part of the Metropolitan Museum of Art. It's in this, uh, I guess, is it, is it Washington Heights? It's, it's in the part of the city that is kind of, it's hilled, and, and it's in, the, and it's in, ensconced in a park. And it's mostly medieval art. So, um, you know, stuff like 15th, maybe up to like 13th, 13th to like 15th century old stuff uh, that like, you know, old doors from abbeys and, and, and um, old sort of, you know, sacred or secular spaces. So I did that. I went to uh, Prospect Park and Greenwood Cemetery in Brooklyn yep. for the first time. Yeah, yeah. Um... I took a day off on uh, Wednesday and just stayed in Jersey, and uh, and then I went to like Long Island City. So I went to Queens on Thursday and yep. checked out some museums over there. Where did I go? And I went to MoMA PS1 and the Noguchi Museum. So I uh, got to explore uh, the uh, works of uh, Isamu Noguchi in Long Island City. And then yesterday, Friday the 13th, yep. I um, met up with my uh, cousin who lives in Queens. Uh, and we met and we uh, toured the Guggenheim Museum over in the I guess upper upper east side and uh, Yeah, just kind of strolled along Madison Avenue. That was a pretty rainy day But it was nice to uh, meet up with my cousin who I hadn't seen since a wedding in pre-covid times actually oh. probably around the start of it um, early March, so yeah. yeah, it's it's been pretty eventful uh yeah you've seen a lot of stuff i love the guggenheim uh me and uh our, our mutual friend megan went there when mm -hmm. we were still in college it was great yeah i love the I soft... did not have a good time you didn't like it all right what's the yeah, yeah. what's the problem the main exhibit that was kind of swirled around the the, the main body of the 
museum was just not it was a little much it just wasn't it wasn't enough art it was this uh exploration on um how corporations um their environmental impact on the earth and how gap you know basically yeah. yeah uh yeah and so it was not so much art so much as like lecture yeah and it was lots of just text text hmm. text 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 text. oh text is not you don't yeah. you don't pay money to see text text is everywhere man i i thought that i was just walking through a slideshow you yeah I mean? oh that's a real bummer it was a real bummer. You know, here's the thing, though. It was really just a way for me to... It was it was uh, finding a space, a public space, for me to catch up with my cousin. Yeah. So I know that could have been at a diner. Um, <laughs> but cooler it's fine. That never seen... Yeah, it was cooler that it was at the Guggenheim. And yeah. uh, we didn't spend too long there, but uh, now, now I've seen it. So, uh, yeah. I, I'd say the biggest impression that I got from... Or, yeah, the, the most impressive part of new york that i saw that was new to me was uh that part of brooklyn it was a really nice day on uh last tuesday and going through a cemetery and a park where everybody was out and about uh and enjoying the unseasonably warm weather mm -hmm. Ugh, global warming but yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it was uh it was really nice and uh i don't know about you but i'm really into that whole um recreational slash like death stuff uh especially in the the kind of uh you mean a cemetery I guess, yeah using basically <laughs> using cemetery cemeteries as you know as they they were initially kind of used for yeah. which is like you public. know they're they're public spaces yeah. and uh yeah just uh, really nice nice spots so um that's been the the core of my my week it's been pretty enjoyable relaxing um, I got to walk. I probably got to like quote unquote exercise more than I have in a, in a long time because you're just walking a lot. Yeah. So. Mhm. Mm well, that sounds pretty good. Like for a week off, and you get to go see New York City. It is weird that you're in these public places, mm -hmm. in museums, indoors with people, and I don't know, man. That's yeah. I I have a bad I, I feel like it's it's gonna happen like the the next shutdown I mean you know here in this part of the U.S. and I think even the U.S. at large it's it's it is experiencing its second wave right you know infections are up deaths are up hospitals are feeling a little bit of that crunch again and you know we're we're heading into really major holidays where folks can. Uh, congregate with each other and so there's just this idea that okay it's not looking good and we may have to do a lot of these shutdown measures just to get you know flatten the curve down again which is uh it's not a good feeling no that's yeah that's really hard i think yeah that's really hard but i think it really has to be done i don't know if it was necessarily done correctly the first time obviously the, now it is political even more so mm -hmm, than it was mm -hmm, the first time mm -hmm, and but, you know, I see numbers like 140,000 new cases in a day. And that's like, that's not random. That is what you would expect if you just open everything up and uh, maybe yeah. too early. And I don't know, I'm, I'm not an epidemiologist, but uh, things are better in other places. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, uh, definitely in your corner, it's it's, yeah. it's better, right? So tell me, me about it. Tell me, yeah, tell me yeah. about it. COVID here in Adelaide, again, it's not... It's not really a thing. Nobody wears masks. Everything's open. The only thing you can't do is dance, which is very uh, 
it's very oh, movie no. theater. Yeah, I know. it's it's kind of it's kind of funnier than it is inconvenient. I wasn't I wasn't doing too much dancing anyway, uh, so <laughs> worked out for me. Um, but uh, Australia, the bad state, Victoria, has had zero new cases for something like a week or two now, and there's a very emotional day when the uh, the governor of that state. I don't know. Is it the governor? It's you know the leader of that state. Uh, you know, he, they finally hit zero new cases for two days, which is the goal, which is a goal that you should have. Yeah, that's, that's uh, like, um, ideal. Yeah. And, and then now finally, like people can start leaving their homes again and like seeing their family and crossing state borders. Uh, yeah. And then, yeah, it was just like a, a six, it's fun to see the government do something to completion successfully and have an emotional attachment to the people and solve a problem and then for the honesty of the the governor was like yeah somebody in the press asked are you gonna have a beer tonight and he said i think i'm gonna have something higher up the shelf and it's like just like so humane and so real and like i don't know i just wish i saw more of that there's a lot of controversy regarding victoria and that state throughout the covid times but yeah i think it's just like one thing everybody could really rally around was the success yeah 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 and to find like a feasible solution have it be implemented successfully you know uh the idea that okay everyone's like best interests and safety and health is concerned is like you know that's paramount mm -hmm. um and it's not really just seen as like well you know this is a buzzkill right like there's 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 it's not there there isn't any argument at least uh attached to it. i don't know i i, I, I it, it anyway i mean just the idea that you folks can even get to that point of just like oh yeah we're just not gonna have any new infections yeah uh, yeah it's uh, pretty pretty wild that is wild for sure what else what uh, tell me uh regale me uh yeah yeah uh i work in this co-working space now and it feels <laughs> It feels really good because I'm seeing new people all the time and I'm having conversations and it's a bit like school where everybody's kind of doing their own specialty. They're, they're all majoring uh -huh. in something and I'm doing uh -huh. my major. And uh -huh. But I get to meet people who are, <clears throat> you know, one guy's doing photography specifically with Aboriginal communities and trying to communicate the, the message uh, of traditional landholders. And another guy is a keynote speaker finder and somebody's a social media specialist. And then everybody's just really nice. And we had a birthday dinner for one of the managers here. We all went out together and it's just like the, the luxury of what we would call normalcy a year ago is so appreciated right now. I, yeah, it is pretty wild. I feel very, very lucky. Do you, I mean, is it, is it safe to say that you savor it a little bit more? Yes, absolutely, a and more. a whole lot more. And the people here don't even know, like they never really had COVID or lockdown or a, a, a dictator president. Like, yeah, they're still living in this magical world where things aren't that bad, you know? Mm -hmm. But I, I'm living in this world where things are really bad, yeah. And to see the, the disparity is, it's just, it's at least interesting. I don't know what else to make of it other than, yeah. I, I think that's, I think that's a great, yeah, that's, it, that's a good place to sort of, like, assess it at. It's like, you know, I, I don't even know if I could place sort of judgment on it, right? Like, it is, it is, it, like, it is what it is. So that's how I would have felt until something bad happened to me. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. yeah, uh, yeah, mm -hmm. in college, yeah. I didn't 
care about uh, i don't know uh, yeah yeah uh, the, the the tsunami in japan <laughs> right like uh, yeah, yeah yeah or hurricane sandy or, her, or uh, yeah right well yeah well, yeah, I, I don't know. To to your spectrum of caring, I, I cared more mm-hmm. about Hurricane Sandy. You know, it doesn't, doesn't make see. me a I good see, person. It doesn't. Mm. I'm just describing the, <laughs> the feelings that I have and the proximity to problems is a big factor. Yeah. Right, right, right. <laughs> uh, uh, I mean, I, you know, I'd like to say I'm jealous. No, I, yeah, I'll say it. I'm just, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm jealous. <laughs> right. And I'm guilty. Because, like, I mean, because you're, you know, you're, you're every day like psychologically you can frame it as like well i can do something today and i don't have this you know like if we if we think about like maslow's hierarchy of needs right it's like okay well i don't have to worry about my immediate safety or my health and wellness right because like yeah now i can actually plan and i can you know i can i can cultivate my social life which is what you know you're very easily doing right now um I mean, the idea of just going to a restaurant and having some real peace of mind, like, I'm sure I'm going to a restaurant, but there's, you know, uh, it, uh, it's, you know, now, it's now just, like, canny, right, to see masks on everybody, to see plexiglass dividing people, to uh, me kind of shivering if I hear a sneeze, that's yeah. like, well, yeah, in the I distance, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I just, I, I just, <laughs> As if you can do something, as if you have control over it, you know, as if know. your individual action could solve this problem. <laughs> <sighs> um, but yeah, it's uh, and 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 you, yeah, the idea that you've never have have felt genuinely, at least when it comes to COVID, scared about your own personal health. Is that is that. Me? No, that, because in yeah. Sydney, in Sydney, COVID was real, and there's still, I think there's still maybe a couple cases in Sydney. That's like mm-hmm. the, it's Sydney and Melbourne are the places that have mm-hmm. had mm-hmm. COVID in any quantifiable amount. Yeah. So no, I mean like I still had the the sort of panic. I was you know obviously wearing a mask all six months right. and sanitizing, sanitizing everywhere, and yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, mm-hmm. yeah. That I still got that part of the COVID experience for sure. Oh, that's good. That's good. I'm glad yeah, you're part I of it. I wasn't you know, missing you're, you're... too much. <laughs> uh, but it, it, it never felt like, you know, it was it was imminent or that, you know, or that you were you were you were um, that you were playing with fire. Because I think now, I mean, obviously here it's it's you know, every there's the risk is it's just a, it just feels a little bit more tangible and maybe it's because it's yeah. just the second wave but i think in general there's just the it's just the response here in general has has just it's been so fraught and i i don't know we were i think i don't know if we were talking about this earlier but like you know florida like it's like or other states like they, they never they never shut down right and it's just yeah. been um and i've been uh, it's been neat to see, and it's only because the uh, the devastation was just so vast and so widespread in the New Jersey or New York area. But you know, we were able to recover pretty. You know, it was it was really bad in our corner, and then we recovered, and now it's getting bad again. And it's pretty conservative, and I think everyone's sort of, if I'm not mistaken, it's like Connecticut, New Jersey, and Massachusetts, and New York, all in cahoots together to make sure that everybody is coordinating with how to best um 
lock things down if, if need be. And I, and I think that does give me a sense of safety, right? Mm -hmm. Is that when you come when it comes down to the competence of leadership, at least yeah. on this municipal statewide level, that you know that I I can feel a sense of, of security that way. The point, but the it doesn't change the fact that folks are still going out there who shouldn't be going out there. Folks are still congregating indoors or outdoors in irresponsible ways. Um, yeah, I, I, you know, maybe this is an interesting seg into, um, so the reason I took one day off in my uh, New York week was that uh, I think I, I thought I was gonna, um, I think I just wanted to chill out on Wednesday, but then I also didn't have uh, that as a sort of off day in the sense that I got uh, an alarming text from uh, the boyfriend of a neighbor. So I guess technically my neighbor, right? And this neighbor, okay. I go see the dinner, at, you know, every now and then. Um, they're very hospitable, and you know, I don't have a lot of friends to make here, so I have to just you know work with what yeah. I've got. So I went, I went over to their place uh, for Halloween and a lot of food. And uh, lo and behold, of course, this person's like, I tested positive for COVID. Uh, I know it's only been in the last two weeks, but like for your peace of mind and certainly for mine, why don't you go to get a test? Let me know yeah. how it goes. And uh, I don't know about you, but in this area, tests are, I mean, the demand for it has just risen up considerably since last summer where I could just you know, go onto a right, you know, like riteaid.com and know that, okay, within the next maybe two or three days, I could probably take, go drive into there and, and get the PCR test, which lets me know in about two to three days. Mm -hmm. Now I was like, oh, I need to know quick, right? Like I'm, I'm panicking because yeah. I would hate to spend the rest of my week in quarantine. The holidays are, are looming. Um, also I'm, I'm like living at home. Like, what am I going to do with that? So I went to my nearest urgent care. I got in line so I could register for a test that would be dis um, that would be uh, taken, or I guess you know, uh, or I could take later on in the day. I had to wait the rest of the day, and I didn't get called in. And so this was like 10 a.m. I got in line, put my name in around 10:30, and then I didn't get a test or get called to get a test until 6:30 p.m. Ugh. Uh, right. So you just sat there in urgent care. I. I uh, no, you... I didn't. I I went home. Like I, oh, yeah, I had, yeah. I like I I did I did things that day, and yeah. uh, at least they told me that they were you know that, yeah you just expect we'll call you before closing hours, oh. and I got my test. Fifteen minutes, peace of mind. I was great. Fifteen um, minutes. Fifteen to, minutes to figure out if you have it or not. Yeah, it was a rapid test. Mm -hmm. Wow, I didn't know they had mm -hmm. we had that technology. All right. We sh yep. Uh, and it's and it's implemented in uh, definitely in the New York area, and, mm. but it's very limited in quantity, and there are definitely folks. I I I could not discount the fact that I'm in line, and there are several people behind me, and like the, the line continues, and yep. the uh, nurse or the attendant at the urgent care at some point count started counting the people who were in line, and there were a few behind me, and then. Uh, she got to a certain point, and then she had to tell everybody in line, come back tomorrow. Um, I, yeah. It also shouldn't escape that, like, when I went, finally got to the desk, and they're like, okay, I want the rapid test. I'm like, well, what insurance do you have? Yeah. And I said what my insurance was, and they're like, okay, you can, you qualify for you, that test. Yeah, you're, you're making, <sighs> yeah, yeah. You yeah, earn yeah. enough capital, yeah. Uh... uh... 
I, yeah, it was, uh, and I, I, I feel great that I tested negative, but I also understand, like, ugh, like, if I didn't, if one of those things, if I, you know, I was in the right, wrong place in line, or if I didn't have the proper insurance, yeah. I prob I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't have that peace of mind, and I probably would be, would have experienced the rest of the week very differently, and have done, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, and I couldn't help but feel foolish, right, because, uh, I thought, I could, you know, that within my own little small social circle or bubble, quarantine mm -hmm. bubble, I don't know what the sort of lecture sure. is, that uh, I'd be okay and safe. And of course, uh, like, nah, that's, what, what were you thinking? No guarantees, like, you, yeah. There's no, there's no guarantee. Uh, and uh, now I have to figure out, like, well, you know, what, what do I do now? Do I excommunicate those folks? Do I, do I punish those folks for, I don't know. Uh, no, I don't. I don't know. They don't know either. They don't know. Who, I don't know. Maybe they do know who they got it from. Well, okay. Let's 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 add something. Let's add something to the mix. Okay. So, yeah. the, this one. So this was the boyfriend of a neighbor, right? The neighbor mm -hmm. himself is uh, a Trump supporting COVID denying, or if not deny, but like you know, they're they're not. Yeah. They're yeah. not that good, right? They're and making so, selfish choices. Yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And so when I add that on, I'm like, well, maybe I should punish them, right? Like, maybe I shouldn't go back, and maybe it's like... Um, but I think it's just a way for me to deal with this, because ultimately, like, I make my choice to see people, and, you know, unless I'm doing the due diligence to ask, which I am now, like, hey, when was the last time you got tested, and are you feeling comfortable about this, and do we wear masks? You know, like, having that conversation... Yeah. Before having that conversation, before meeting up in person, right? So. Yeah. Uh, it's. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's and we're going to do. Uh, yeah. It's scary. Uh, I'm, I am tickled pink that you don't really have to deal with that. And, uh, and that you're using that to your fullest advantage. Um, yeah. You know, be, be more social. So, cause, uh, there's, it comes at a real cost on this side of the pond. <laughs> Yeah. World. Yeah. 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 I, I know I've said it before, but I hope you and everybody I love can leave the U.S. and we can start a little commune over here. I don't know. <laughs> I probably shouldn't say that into a podcast. There's going to be a, you know, a right-wing Australian saying these immigrants coming from America. They they're coming <sighs> over. It's oh, a same, I'm a scary immigrant. Yeah. I'm just yeah I'm like you know rat toothed and 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 liberal minded and just yeah socialist tattooed Bernie Sanders worshiping uh devil child I uh the I mean of course you know the holidays are are encroaching and this you know right uh big market or big you know big box stores or any any sort of retailer wants to somehow capitalize on our uh, uh on the season but probably our you know collective anxiety and maybe our ability to just buy things in order to assuage ourselves and uh you know black friday has now extended itself to a black friday month but i also couldn't help but think about like um well, uh, next generation consoles and the yeah. PS5 is uh, is out, right? It's officially out, yeah. and I yeah. haven't. Uh, 
you know, I think we, we initially talked about E3 and I think, you know, just the sort of new ventures in console gaming or, or, or gaming in general. And I don't really know anything about the specs or the um, ability for, uh, to, you know, of, of this specific console or any sort of next generation stuff. And I just want to know how informed I need to be and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> as I'm, I'm, t- I'm asking as if you're, yeah. you're some sage. You know? You've come to the right but, person. Uh, as it happens, I find learning about the technical specifications of next-gen consoles an escapist fantasy at this point. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, then, uh, hit me, Taylor. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, so the PS5 just came out, and so did the Xbox Series X and Series S. I despise the naming conventions of the Xbox brand. That is some Apple silliness, don't you think? It is so stupid, and I I don't know... I don't know which one's which. I I think they're (laughs) colloquially referred to as baby Xbox and adult Xbox, where there's sort of like a tiered pricing, where baby Mm -hmm, Xbox mm -hmm, is mm -hmm. like $200 cheaper at like $300, and adult Xbox is $500. Uh, but you seem like a PS5 guy to me. You seem to love the the Sony Kingdom Hearts. Uh, uh. But also, I think just it's in terms of like user experience and like it, it's a sort of uh, I don't know when you think about what the big box games that are attached to to, to Sony. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I I I, I would have uh, even even it's like design. I it just looked it just looked better for me. So um, I'm I'm considering that. Yeah, we're 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 making this this V sort of. I don't know. It looks like Sauron, but like white. You it know, looks it like just, uh, looks like a Georgia like, O'Keeffe painting, maybe. <laughs> it, it, yeah, I like that. Maybe I don't know. It's just yo, you're. Uh, I, that's yeah. That is. I don't think I'm wrong. <laughs> no, you're not. Uh, yeah, yeah, the the PS5. Here's the problem. Both of the new both of the new consoles launched without any games that are like exclusive and super cool. Everything right. that's coming to the new consoles is also on the PS4 and the whatever the previous mm-hmm. Xbox version is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and until I think Demon Souls, are you familiar with the Dark Souls series? Well, the de- you mean the Demon Souls remake? That's probably yes. gonna blow everybody away. Yeah, that's yeah, I, probably I, the I, first looking... one that's gonna yeah. be worth. Yeah. Um, I mean, some folks are gushing about Spider-Man Miles Morales. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh and I've I've seen some of the I've seen some walkthroughs and some clips of that. But yeah, that's not uh, exclusive to the PS5. I think it's right. also it's they're also sort of back. Yeah, cross gen. So. Uh, yeah, it's also and a smaller I wish... offering, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Uh, Miles Morales, you mean? Yeah, it's a shorter. Yeah, it's, it's a shorter. It seems game. more like a expansion pack, but plus, you know, mm-hmm. a little bigger than an expansion pack. Yeah, uh, they're both. So they both. The big feature here, I think, is what people really like is the solid state drive, which means that in the same way that you can alt tab on a computer and open up another app, or on your phone where you can play like three games at the same time, you can open up and switch mm-hmm. between those mm-hmm. things so you can have multiple games running in a state pause the state and jump into a different game that seems like like a, you might have a problem if you're sitting on your ps5 and you need to like switch to a different game in the middle of another game i i don't that's not a feature that i like but that's a feature that has been uh brought up as like the major generational increase along with the graphical fidelity which is uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
also about hitting these targets of 60 frames per second and 4k and all of these things that look if i was a if i was a richer man i'd have a deeper appreciation of the arts but i'm not <laughs> uh you know <laughs> i watch my youtube videos at 720p and uh frankly that's good enough for me i don't know if my screen renders higher than that uh, it's definitely good enough for me. I think if it if it's too fluid, if it's in this like 4K performance mode, I don't even think my eyes have been trained <laughs> to understand that type of level of fluidity. They would just start melting themselves. But no, I I I, uh, I I think on the the multitasking kind of you know aspect of it, I don't know to what extent. I mean, that's the thing. You know, who exactly is a casual gamer anymore, right? There's a sort of quasi professional, or actually, you know, I mean, you know, professionalism. That's attached to gaming, if not on a competitive level, definitely for uh, streams. And mm -hmm. so I wonder if it's if, if it's kind of tailored to that experience where maybe I mean maybe you are just you know that scatterbrained and you need to have three separate games going on and you need to like just stop at one because you somehow I don't know need to you just don't feel tethered to that anymore. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's it's certainly I mean yeah it's a different world right now and so maybe you need to it's it's better for recording it's better for content creation Ooh, yeah. Oh yeah um yeah, yeah. And, and doing so at such fidelity and at such um sort of um yeah with just the, the easiest pivoting possible yeah i just got followed by a guy on instagram you know just mm -hmm. random randomly people follow people right and then mm -hmm. his description is like eager determined content creator which is this horrible mash of these American hardworking values against the idea of art and and them like uh -huh. I'm a I'm a I'm a because if you say in your job if you say in your CV and I've had this in my resume enthusiastic hardworking willing to learn those are all code words for I don't know anything and uh, yep. I'll do I'll put my labor for your capital and that's mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it's not a lie, and it's it's definitely true, but I, yeah, to me, that's a big signal that you don't really know anything. And then to pair that with content creators, like, I'm just, I'm spewing digital waste. Hopefully some of it catches. <laughs> yeah, I almost, I mean, it's, I almost find that vaguely oxymoronic, right? It's yes, like, yeah. I, I'm not really uh, capable of any real creativity, but I create stuff. <laughs> and, yeah, and the irony isn't lost on me on what we're doing right now with the podcast. But at least we're not bragging about it. <laughs> no, at least we're ashamed. No, no. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. No shame. Shame. I I would hope is the undercurrent that continues to just be part of this. Uh, yeah. I um. Well, I I, I want to say that I, I'd want to get those. Uh, I'd want the PS Five, but I'm uh, too poor. Yeah. Um, I should yeah. probably get like a, I should get like a Dutch oven. If I'm going to spend that much money on something, I should like buy something. Part in a blanket or, or what? You're going <laughs> to. Yeah. Like I should, yeah, I, I should find something that's, if it's going to be domestic, it's something that lasts. I don't know. Or I should put yeah. a, I should just save for a down payment on a house. Like, uh, <laughs> $500 down payment. Yeah. $500 down payment. <laughs> I think actually. Uh. If I, if I can make a prediction here, I think Xbox is going to win this generation because 
they have this new none of these none of the gaming companies are really competing anymore nintendo's doing whatever nintendo does which is somebody on acid makes a decision and then the company follows that for two or three years and then and if it works it works if it works it works and if it doesn't it it, it the last time it worked so well it doesn't matter yeah uh, uh, <laughs> and then sony is running i think the very traditional model of we sell you games <laughs> and then xbox is now doing this thing called the xbox game pass which is like you pay 25 dollars a month and you can play any game you want it's like netflix mm -hmm. it's like netflix yeah. for games but it's a really good deal and if you're doing you know if you're looking at the cross-gen games if you're looking at the new assassin's creed game mm -hmm. it's half the price to get it on xbox and every other xbox game you want and you can get the baby Xbox, which is like a $300. So I think it's in Xbox's favor. Uh, we'll see how, how that all works out. But yeah, yeah. I think it's interesting. Yeah. They, Microsoft bought Bethesda. I don't know. This was news a couple weeks ago. Did you hear this? Mm -hmm. I don't think I did. So uh, yeah, Illuminate. Uh, Bethesda makes Oblivion, Fallout. Uh, they also make the do they produce the Doom games. And one other franchise that I can't remember, uh, mm -hmm, Wolfenstein. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. But they bought Microsoft bought Bethesda for like something four point two billion dollars or something, uh, and that means like that a major third party video game software producer is now moved in house. They have said that they're going to produce cross plat cross yeah cross platform games for the PlayStation Five for the games that they've already announced, but it, it just means that there's less competition. It is the same problem that every major acquisition presents, is there's now a more powerful player in a more powerful place and fewer, less competition and billions of dollars, and and there's nothing you can do about it, even if it's bad for you, the consumer. Yeah. You, ha you don't really have a choice, right? You know, yeah. uh, how can you possibly protest against, you know, $4.2 billion? But yeah, there's an amount of money where you can make somebody do anything, you know, even if it's not in their best interest. Mm -hmm, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, and if it's, uh, I don't know, and if, and if the the content, you know, is is so, if if the if the content is just so uh, culturally accepted, right, or you know, or or it really dangles something that everybody wants. Yeah. Then you know, yeah, uh, people will just shrug their shoulders and be like, you know what, that's that's fine, right? I will I will accept this, even if it's mediocre. I think definitely about like we've talked about this Disney and yeah, it, it, yeah I, Star Wars and Star Wars and yeah, you know it, it's uh that's it, that's it, you know, just, that's uh, it, <laughs> that's that's it. That should that should just speak for itself. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, PlayStation Five, uh, solid state drive. It's faster, mm -hmm. it's prettier. I don't think you need to buy one probably for like a year. <laughs> I think now's the right time to buy the old gen because they're probably down in price and if you don't yeah. have a PlayStation 4 Pro, I would buy that, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm... Or Switch. Know, uh, Switches are great. Switches, yeah. People people like their Switches. Yeah. People definitely like my yeah. Switch. So, um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I, I, I am still making good use of... Gosh, the only real pieces of technology that seems really like fettered to me that are like bionic, right? Is the phone. Uh, mm -hmm. These, uh, I I do like the AirPods. Uh, this Blue Yeti mic. Yeah. That's it. That, that, that's your that's, technology. That's, that's that's my technology. My work laptop I just have to use. I've got this. Yeah. Oh, I, 
me flip the camera here if you can see. Uh, this, so what I'm using yeah. for Audacity is this puny Acer <laughs> lap. It's like a sort of netbook, right? It's, yeah. It's just, it's so small. And uh, I haven't changed laptops since. It's, no, that uh, is cool. That is like, that is being resourceful and being a reasonable consumer. And yeah, because the technology works, it does everything you need it to do. Yeah, there is uh, a line of like dead pixels or like stuck pixels. I don't know if you can see it. It's it's sort of it, you can't. It kind of matches the um the audacity waves. But mm -hmm. that's and uh, yeah, and it's also too small, right? Like, uh, it, but it is tiny. Yeah. It's it's really tight. I mean, like I'm thankfully a small person, and I've had it since. Guess what, how long I've had it? Uh, seven years. Uh, basic, almost, almost. Yeah, if, okay. if we if we take it into next, yeah. So I got it the summer 2014. Yeah, all right. So definitely, so six years and some change. Yeah. So I didn't even know laptops lasted that long, Taylor. I kept my uh, last laptop for seven years. Yeah, I think that's about. I think you're you're due for an upgrade if you want one. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Uh, do you uh are you tied to uh a Microsoft operate like Windows operating system or Apple? I Mac. I run a tech person's <laughs> setup. Uh, so I am okay. on. <laughs> I, I'm on the Windows <laughs> platform, but I substitute out a lot of their software. Uh, like the Microsoft Office suite, I use LibreOffice. Do you know? It's just like an open, no. open source, free version okay. of Microsoft's Word and Excel and mm -hmm. those things. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I'm in the Windows platform reluctantly, uh, but I'm also probably not going to switch to Apple, and I'm not smart enough to go to Linux. Uh, maybe one day, <laughs> one day I will, but for now I just sub out a lot of the software and. Yeah, I use weird browsers and stuff. Right. Uh, do you remember as uh, computer lab consultants, was it one or two computers that were dedicated to Linux? And yeah. I don't even know who used those, dude. Yep. But somebody did. I'm glad they were there. They should be there. And yeah, I, I think Linux is the... I mean, this is, again, everything is... The problem with capitalism is that Linux is the better option. If everybody used Linux, everybody would have free... Computing power would be distributed in a way that mm -hmm, mm -hmm. would, I mean, okay, this sounds scary, but $2 billion companies would crumble if everybody just switched to Linux. Maybe not entirely. They would pivot and they would start creating software for Linux. But the mm -hmm, idea that mm -hmm. an open source software that you use is viewable by everybody, I think that's a good idea. And I think it's not, it's the comparison to... When he went to the movie theaters in the 90s and the early 2000s, there was an ad that mm -hmm. would be like, you wouldn't steal music, you wouldn't steal a car, right? So why would you steal music? And there's this comparison to LimeWire. But the fundamental problem with comparing the physical good is that there's not, there's a, there's always a copy when you steal software. Uh, but it's not stealing if there's another copy, there's just reproducing it for more people's use which like mm -hmm. runs hard against the idea of capitalism because now there is no marginal cost to distributing a good which also mm -hmm. runs with capitalism because now there's no marginal cost to distributing one more good so distribute a, as much as you want but when you make mm -hmm. that free 
uh, uh, kind of shines a light on the idea that this is all stupid. <laughs> that yeah, this is yeah, all, it's... everything's made up. Uh, I forget where I was going. Darn it, what was I talking about? Well, uh, yeah. Everybody Linux. knowing Linux is a good thing. Everybody yeah. using Linux is a good thing. Uh, I don't know, maybe I'm out of my element. Maybe no, there is no, a no. reason for there to be a, like, Apple probably has, Apple has, is known to have, like, better privacy policy because it's a really locked down system. I don't know. I don't know either. Uh, I, I, I'm definitely not the technical expert, but I will take you at your word that, like, you know, I, here's the thing, right? Like, you know, competition, like, that's, that's like, and, but the idea that if, if, if these companies can crumble that are increasingly, uh, building their uh, power and influence then yeah i'm i'm all i'm all down for that um i have i don't know anything about linux i don't even remember what exactly we were supposed to do as computer lab consultants if somebody had asked for linux so um speaking of which i don't know to what extent i was really good at that job but it didn't really <laughs> require much uh frontal cortex energy no nope. so... <laughs> you just had to like be in the chair i love that job i've had a lot of jobs where like you're not. I was a lifeguard for a long time. I've done a lot of mm -hmm. job where I just gotta sit somewhere, <laughs> and uh, talk to people if they need to be talked to. Uh, yeah. yeah. I still yeah. feel like I'm kind of doing that, right? <laughs> yeah, that's job. true. I'm that's so, every service I'm job. So, it's yeah, a, yeah. The economy's based on this job. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, um... There was a there was a guy I worked with who I f I found fascinating. Do you ever like meet somebody who's like? You're such an interesting person because you're so different to me or similar yes. in ways that I'm reflecting upon only when you, I'm in your presence. There's a guy who I, I'm projecting now. It kind of seems like he had depression. He worked the overnight shifts. He was overweight. He reminded me of myself. But he would make uh, custom Super Smash Bros. Melee stages. And I don't know if you know this, but... Pitt was a really important school in the underground Super Smash Bros. Melee, like, tournament scene. So there's, like, famous matches played at Pitt of Super Smash Bros. Melee, the game that came out in 2001, which still has a wide audience today. So he would make custom matches for Project M. Jeez. <laughs> Project M is a, uh, a version of Smash Bros. to run on the Wii that includes like custom stages and, and better rule sets versus facilitating tournaments. And he would make stages that would say, you know, on Final Destination, it would say Pit on, on the screen instead of just a generic uh, Smash Bros thing. I, I was like enamored with this man. I was like, what are you doing, dude? Uh, he's like, yeah, I'm just, I'm making a Smash Bros stage. And I'm like, yeah, but how do you do that, dude? I like wanted to be his friend and he wasn't like yeah. registering it. It was crazy, yeah. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, the, the little things that you never really know are gonna stick with you. Sometimes just stick with you. Yeah. You know, I I think I just hung out with too many vapid people to really find to be lucky <laughs> that <laughs> uh, folks who uh, immediately create that impression that are so uh, distinct and and memorable for those reasons. Um. But also, like, yeah, that's so niche. That yeah. is honestly the nichest thing I've heard of, you know, someone doing, especially, you know, during these formative years. Yeah. That's why I liked it, because 
I, the term nerd is thrown around pretty liberally mm. now, but like this guy was a nerd. If you're working on custom stages for this really niche <laughs> hobby, like, yeah, I mean, that that's what I found fascinating and interesting about him, I guess, is, and that it was something I was familiar with. I played Smash Bros, and everybody loves Smash Bros, man. Um, yeah. Melee, yeah. too? Like, that, like, Me it... You're like Great. a cool gamer if you're like, yeah, I work on melee stages. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, I mean, like, I want to meet this person. I don't. I, I want to know what he's up to. Uh. I know. Oh. Gosh. Well, you know, uh, if by uh, the off chance, off, 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 off chance that this person yeah. would listen to this, we're thinking of you. Yeah, absolutely. We're, we're thinking of you. Sending person. you well wishes, bro. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Warmest regards. Holidays, uh, I, you know, so luckily I don't have a full week uh, of work for the rest of the year. So uh, in that case, you know, in, in that way, it's uh, it's neat. I've got plenty of you know days off that, uh, you know, yeah, I can I can sort of relax and kind of check out for the rest of the year if I wanted to. There's some work definitely in the future, but I don't really feel uh, like it's uh, nail biting stuff. Uh, I am gonna try to. I bought. I bought a lot of books these past couple of months, and I think I actually want to start tackling them. Uh, I want to buy gifts for people, cause how else am I gonna uh, somehow um, express, articulate uh, feelings and love? Uh, Is that your love language? Do you know your love language? It's definitely one of them, I think, is, you know, yeah. uh, it's, it's, uh, words of affirmation is certainly one of them, mm -hmm. uh, uh, gifts, uh, touch is one of them, I think, and, uh, you know, that, that, that probably is, uh, I'm more, uh, curatorial, I'm more judicious with, uh, when, when that happens, because I feel really weird when people touch me sometimes. Yes, yeah, yeah. So, and it, and it, and it, and it has to be, like, and, like, I... Yeah, it just depends on the person, but yeah. I would, I'd say I'd, I'd order it on on that. Is the, certainly the gifts. I think I'm a good gift giver. Um, I'd like to think I'm a good gift giver. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, and books usually is the 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 cont or the medium. So mm. I like uh, reading stuff and then saying you know thinking like okay well, this book goes really well which for John and this is really good for Vince and etc. Yeah, yeah. That's that's in the immediate future for me. I don't know, like, um, it's. I mean, yeah. There's the specter of you know, like COVID over the holidays, but the idea of just seeing people. Uh, and here's the thing: is that it's just my family, but at least we're gonna add my sister to the mix. Uh, we're gonna go to Pittsburgh for uh, also uh, the holidays, and um, my birthday's like next Sunday, so that's that's gonna be a thing. That's kind yeah. of like more fraught or different this year Do you have birthday plans no i don't i'm thinking about making them but i don't know what exactly they are i also hmm. want to spell celebrate it with people but i don't know who exactly to celebrate it with um yeah do you make it a social media th I, there's one friend who uh because of covid right it's like okay well you can send like a zoom message or a or a, a social DM or like a make a social media post. And I was like, well, I, I don't want to be that person who's like asking <laughs> folks for, for that. You know, like that's, yeah, that's, that's a little, that's, that's a little, that's a little weird. I'm not going to go, you know, like, yeah. So, um, 
I don't know. I don't feel particularly starved for birthday attention. 29 isn't that big of a year. But it's a birth. A birthday's a birthday, right? And we only get them one of those once a year. So I would be content with uh, a very good Thanksgiving, right? A very uneventful, filling Thanksgiving. I will, I will take that as my birthday. Yeah, and yeah, okay. Yeah, I mean, that. I, uh, yeah. You love food. I want you to have your birthday, though, obviously. That's what I'm thinking about, is yeah, I want you yeah. to have your birthday. Yeah. Times are tough. Uh, times are tough. Times, times, are de- times are definitely tough. I, I think I'm going to go to the spa. I'll yeah. Go to the spa. That sounds yeah. great. Yeah. So uh, I'll just blow a bunch of bunch of moolah on the spa and, uh, yeah, just just get massaged to death. Yes. Oh. Uh, all right. Uh, here's, here's a question. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I yeah, yeah, yeah. want... I want massages regularly uh my feet are in constant pain like i want i want regular massages but i am so afraid of i mean we've talked about we just talked about the idea of touch and like people touching and Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. for for me i am both slightly uncomfortable with a stranger touching me the exchange of money somehow makes that better because now there's a clear <laughs> I mean it does it just yeah. like washes your hands of like well there's no no emotional relationship here we just mm-hmm. yeah here's some money touch me <laughs> you know <laughs> uh, but then there's this uh, I don't know if you have the same problem especially as a white guy I think I am afraid to uh-huh. go to a massage parlor because I know that the assumption about me going into a massage parlor is that I want a happy ending and that's not what I I, use, I don't want that at all I really would feel uncomfortable with that I just want to be able to walk into a massage parlor and be crushed I want a strong human being with the hands of a, of a, of Adonis to crush my legs and snap them do you have the same feeling? Whoa. Uh, <laughs> I, um, so I don't, but I think I place a lot of trust in the provider. Okay. Right? If whatever institution is, you know, to, to be, I guess, not in that weird territory so i you know if i go to a spa or an area that provides spa services and i want somebody to destroy my back or whatever (laughs) (laughs) you know right like you know here's the thing uh like whatever weirdness that you know may be part of that arrangement is ultimately what i'm feeling and i don't yeah and, I'm, and if and i'm projecting that onto whatever the provider is is, is so you know I, I i'm not i'm not asking for that but i'm certainly like thinking about it the entire time like oh gosh they're like they're they're getting to like i'm groaning right i am i am you know i i am su- I, I am sub in this situation right i'm just like it's I'm an melted. intimate procedure yeah it's a very intimate procedure and i mean i think while you have like that th- those thoughts and maybe i think anxieties related to that like you know if you trust the person who is and i think maybe maybe it's just how much you need to pay i don't know if it, if it i think there is it's like okay like i know yeah like it's okay i know that the cost and the and the, the quality of the service the quality of the service is related to this cost and your ability to um i guess be more discreet i don't even know what the what i'm really saying here but like do you know what i mean is yeah that yeah it, it, you're like yeah. sanitizing this conversation, uh, but like, yeah. I mean, if I'm paying a hundred dollars, I'm not worried about 
any sort of uh, of me becoming uncomfortable of that being mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. the realm of the conversation. But I don't want to pay $100 for a foot massage. I want to pay like 20 or 30 which seems like the right amount. I don't know. Is that crazy? But then... It's not. It's not. And then you'd come into the very obvious uh, racial constructs around these things, where a cheap massage is probably provided by an Asian provider. And that might be, like, that is also coinciding with... It's coinciding with like Vietnam and and like the the American foreign policy at large for the last thirty years, and this is like what I'm thinking about when I'm trying to relax. It's like, yeah, I don't know. It doesn't feel like I can uh, escape that. Uh, yeah, it feels like thirty bucks for a dollar a minute. It's crushing my feet. I don't know. Is that mm. wrong? I don't know. Uh, I I don't know. I think if if I had to dole out any advice, go go shop around. Right. Find, find, but I know, I know, I know. Find somewhere that like it is so divorced from that feeling that it possibly gives you in that you know. And if and depending on the cost, I don't know what you know, whatever fits within your budget. And then if it makes you not feel that, then you just stick with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I don't think I I don't know what I can I can say to sort of take you out of that mindset because that's like. I, I can understand the frustration and the sense that like this trap that you would feel about because like ultimately folks have uh, taken advantage and uh, leveraged that that dynamic and that power dynamic and that those arrangements to create that problem for somebody like you. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is my problem. Yeah, <laughs> like uh, I don't know. Yeah. I think the therapist answer here is like, well, why don't you just try and face your fears? Yeah, and so that's 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 probably right. That's that's probably right. But uh, I think what I will also say is like, you know, uh, like also part of this is that you're doing this alone. Like, if you found somebody who could yeah. support you to do like not couples, but like, hey, I'm in the other room, or like, I'm gonna get this too, and I know that there's not gonna be any funny business with me. Right. Uh, yeah. You know, um, the that's... irony would be, yeah, yeah, that that's. That's what I want. I hope that, yeah. Yeah. That's what that's what you want. It's like a buddy. Yeah. But not like exactly. a buddy. You know. You know. Right. Mm, mm, well, yeah. yeah. Spa buddy. Spa buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and on that, I think uh, that's uh, that's that's some really uh, great thing to to look forward to if you uh, pursue that. It might take me a while uh-huh. to work work up the courage for that. That's uh yeah, <laughs> but we'll see. That's a new bucket list item. I, I, I'll, yeah, I'll, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'll sign that. Mm-hmm. If you call it reflexology, it costs twice as much uh, <laughs> for the same thing, but then you get the guarantee that you're not going to be... I don't know. It's yeah. Who is being hassled in this scenario? Well, I... Right. I, I th- yeah, that, that's been a show, uh, folks. That's uh, Thanks for listening to The Morning Show. Bye! Bye.